Welcome. This is Karen Modakaitis, and you're listening to How She Really Does It, the place where inspiration and possibility meet. Hello, my friend. I am so excited because Australia 2019, I am coming for you. I cannot wait. It has been one of my bucket list things to go down under, and I have lots of Australian clients. And so I'm just so excited to go to Australia. I'm going to be heading to Sydney and then Brisbane and then doing a trip to, I believe it's called Keynes, Carnes. So I'm very, very excited. With that being said, is that I'm going to be doing some in-person coaching and workshops and private events. So if you're interested, go to the link in the show notes and let us know, and we will be in contact with you for those of you down under. All right, my friend, the freedom to showing up authentically. Hmm, authentic. And for a while there, I stopped using that word because I felt like it was such a buzzword. It's like, oh, I want to be authentic. I want to be authentic. And what does that mean? Now, here's the thing. Remember, you're talking to somebody who is a recovering approval whore. And I say approval whore because people pleasing is way too nice and I'm way too dense. And it'd be like, oh, well, I I should people please because it's not the good thing to do, right? It's really nice to people please when in fact, people don't like to be people pleased most of the time, like really. But really, when I think about being an approval whore is that when I'm willing to sell myself out to gain your approval of me. And what's the cost to me? The cost to me is usually filled with self-hatred because it's like, let me be who you think I should be because I don't have enough respect for myself. I don't like myself. And so, oh, sure, I'll go do this song and dance for you. And that that just becomes evidence of, see, I'm not good enough. And then the self-hatred would just fester and grow. So I'm a recovering approval whore, have been for a long time now, and I can still step into it. It's kind of funny. Like when I do, I'm like, oh, look at that, Corinne. Now, when I was growing up, at some point when I started to realize I was different, you know, these stories about being the black sheep, like our family was, and, you know, and I'm half Asian, and my dad was really tall, he's 6'5", and I was really, I was, I've always been tall my whole life. My whole life, I've been told how tall I was. I guess I don't get told that that much anymore, but growing up my whole life, and that's just being different, right? I felt different enough. So at some point, the solution that I came up with was, oh, there's something wrong with me. I'm so different. I'm not enough. And I didn't have those words. My, my simple thing was just this feeling of like, there's something wrong with me. I must be a loser. And at some point I was like, well, in order to be liked, I have to have the moccasins or I have to do this or I have to do that or I have to say this because I was so trying to fit in. Because really what I wanted was I wanted a place to belong. I wanted a place where I could show up and be. And I became this person. I remember even at 10 years old, I started like telling stories because it was like, oh, see, if I tell them this story about me, they'll want to be my friend. And really the people that showed up and wanted to be my friend because of that weren't people that were going to be my friends through other stuff. And so I was lying about who I was and all that did was create this disconnection for myself because I knew I wasn't being truthful and I developed more self-hatred and that self-hatred festered in shame, which just grew and grew and grew and swallowed me up. 
And that was so pivotal of like trying to fit in and trying to pretend who I was, whether it was, okay, we, our family had more of my financial means, or we didn't have the dysfunction that we had growing up or, you know, any of that stuff, I wasn't allowing myself to be me. And what I've learned was that people didn't get to know me because I was trying to be who I thought others wanted me to be, you know, or dress in a certain way that others wanted to dress, whatever it was, you know, it depends on the time period and the different people that I'm thinking about in my life. And so I had to let go of all of that. And what I notice now is that most of the time, I wouldn't say hundred percent of the time, most of the time I just show up as me. I show up authentically as me and I, you know, whether if I'm on the pool deck or I'm working or I'm speaking, whatever it is that I'm doing, I really show up as me because it takes the least amount of energy. And I think that's why I have such a high capacity to be able to do a lot in this world is that I just keep showing up as myself. And for the most part, I have let go of other people's judgment. And here's the thing. It's not that people don't judge me. I am sure I get judged all the time you know, whether what I'm wearing, what I'm not wearing, you know, what I'm saying, what I'm not saying, if I'm too much, if I'm not enough, whatever, but I just don't worry about it. I just show up as me. And I guess some of the ways that I can explain this is that like, I obviously love the sport of swimming. I think it's an amazing sport. I think it's the best sport. So like if people like don't like swimming, I'm like, oh, that's really interesting. I I just don't understand. Right? Like that's okay they cannot like it. They can think it's stupid. I'm like, okay, that's not my experience. And I move on. And how we can do that in our own lives with ourselves is the most freeing thing because you don't spend brain juice going back and forth in your own brain about how they're wrong and how you're right. Or let me justify none of that. There's so little energy that goes around it. And often my clients are really struggling with the judgment of others and people struggle. Like we just did this biathlon and you know, so often people are worried about what other people think. And it's like, most people aren't thinking because they're just trying to survive, right? But this judgment of others, you're struggling with, well, people will judge me. They are going to judge you. There's no doubt about it. I mean, we have magazine articles like who wore it best, who wore it worst. I mean, this is what we do, right? We have all these networks that like to criticize. People like to judge. What I know from a person who used to judge a lot is it didn't ever feel good to judge. The cost to me was great. So if you're worried that like, oh, I don't want to put myself out there because people will judge, my response always is, well, let them because the cost to them is going to be pretty high. For you to show up as you, the cost to you is very low. And when I say the cost to you, it's like when you get to show up as yourself and you just be you, there's not that much energy that you're using. We all have so much energy a day. And do you want to use it like in posturing yourself and thinking about what you need to say? And we're not talking about blurting and being a jerk. That's never what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is when you show up and you be you, whatever it is that you believe without having to think, make everything into calculation or into strategy, that can be really exhausting. When you can show up and be you, let other people judge because the cost to them is going to be really high. Okay. And the judgment of others is what happens is that it creates prison walls. So you think about it. When people judge you, do you feel safe? Do you really want to engage with them? Right? And they often are putting prison walls about who you should be and what you should do in order to be accepted in a relationship. Is that the kind of relationship you want to be a part of? Do you want to be with people who want you? Or do you want to be with people 
who wants you to be a certain way. And the other thing is you can love your friends and love your family and also not like certain parts. Maybe they they say something like, whoa, you know, Corinne's got kind of a feisty opinion about this. Just be fascinated about it versus like, wow, Corinne is just really too much about that. And she should not be talking about that. Let people have their opinions because it's just their opinions. And a great thing for you to always say in the back of your head when somebody's sharing their opinion is, oh, opinion noted. It doesn't have to be a fact, right? If they say, wow, that dress looks ugly, you can be like, wow, isn't that interesting? There are some people that I know that think it is their right to make comments about how you look or how much you weigh or whatever. That's okay. That's their opinion. Just because they make a comment doesn't mean it's true. And, or just because they ask doesn't mean you need to answer right? It's about for you to realize what are your boundaries and what are you willing to answer or not. And then after you create those boundaries, it actually takes less energy. So let other people judge you. Don't, I invite you to be authentic and let other people judge you because they're going to anyways. And then you get to decide, do you, how much you want to spend time with these people? How much do you feel safe with them? You know, do what do you want to share about you with other people? You get to decide it's your story. And the beauty of all this is freedom, tremendous freedom, because when you're authentic, you get to be you. I mean, that's the beauty is that there's so much in the day and I have a line of people that hate me, that can't stand me. I really, really do. And I have a line of people that love me and I may have some in between, but I guess people would say I'm polarizing and that's okay. And one thing I learned some years ago was a few summers ago that if people like you or don't like you, it has nothing to do with you. And that gave me so much freedom because instead of like questioning my leadership and what am I doing, it allowed me to be brave and lead with my values and my priorities and with the organization's values and priorities instead of like, oh, well, this is going to make this person unhappy. It may because this is our organization's values and what you're asking for may go up against it. And we have certain boundaries that allows us to support this organization, allows me to support my company, whatever it may be, whatever circumstance it may be. So when I get to be authentic, I have so much more freedom to be me. And that does mean that there's boundaries that I live within, right? Whether again, my own personal boundaries, boundaries of my places that I work at. And when I say this, when you get to be you, it doesn't mean you get to be a jerk. Like that's never what I'm talking about, right? It's thinking about like, how do you treat other people? And so like my rule is like, I think about, okay, how do I show up? Like I have this, just like my human kindness rule of when I show up to places, I want people to know or I want to see people, right? I want to see people. So if I'm engaging, I used to be like, oh, I don't have time. And I just got off of a call with my bookkeeper and I did all that small talk stuff. And I'm not a big person. I don't like small talk, but I just wanted to, it had been a while. We hadn't been able to check in. She'd gotten married and been on honeymoon. And so I wanted to check in with her. Right. And she acknowledged my story of like, wow, you've been traveling a lot, Corinne. And so we did that with each other. And then we got to business. Right. And that is just my example of people want to be seen and they want to know that they matter right? And so how can I do that? So like when I go through the grocery store, check out, I talk to them, I keep my phone in my pocket. We want connection. I know that they may not want to tell me, you know, that they're struggling being a parent. Like most of us are, if you're not yippee skippy for you, right? But yay you, and I'm not saying sarcastically, I'm really happy for you. But being a parent is one of the hardest things that I do. And I give you this because 
when we are, when we're able to treat others the way that's in line with ourselves, I'm not saying that you may go, Corinne, none of that stuff is important to me. That's fine. You go be you and you do it your way. You care about others the way that's in line with you. So another aspect is also like, sometimes I think about how do I treat others, right? And do I treat them the way I would want to be treated? Because I would really be out of alignment if I'm treating others a certain way, but then I expect to be treated in a different manner, right? So for instance, if I had a rule that you as a friend should check in with me every day, you know, via phone call, but I would never check in with you, then I'm out of alignment personally, right? So what are my rules that, what are the things that I like? And am I doing that for other people? that like it too. Cause if you don't like it, it's no fun for them. The other thing I really work on trying to show up as is with, with empathy and compassion. And I say, try to show up because not all the time do I have empathy and compassion. Like it can be really, I could be drained and not showing up, but how can I show up with empathy and compassion? And part of empathy is having perspective. It's being able to recognize emotions, right? And being okay with people's emotions. I'm okay. If people get anxious, I'm okay. If people are sad, you know, I'm probably less okay with people being angry, right? Especially offloading anger. But like, I just realized we all have all these emotions and it's, it's okay. And we can move through them or you can hold on to them, right? But how do I want to feel and really allowing for that space for me too, and having compassion. So I love to really feel compassionate for myself and for other people, because I do believe this life that we go through is a challenging life. We all have our obstacles. We all have our difficulties. And so if we can just show up with compassion and it doesn't mean that you get to be a jerk to me, that's not what compassion is because compassion has boundaries, but how can I show up with empathy and compassion? So when I am being me, I'm showing up with empathy and compassion. I'm realizing that, you know what, you may be going through a struggle. That is not my struggle, but it is hard and that's okay. I learned a long time ago from somebody on my show that there's no such thing as the trauma Olympics right? What may be traumatic for me. And you maybe think seriously, current, that is not at all traumatic and that's okay. My trauma may be different than yours and that's okay. It's still my trauma or it's still your trauma and just own it. But then how are you going to move through it? Right? So when we are authentically ourselves, you are able to be yourself. You're able to be you. And this is important because then you don't have to remember like, Ooh, who am I supposed to be? When I was that 10 year old girl and I would show up to swim practice, I was like, okay, this is the friend I have to be. These are the shoes I have to wear. You know, these are the things I have to say that we're going to, my family's going to, going to go on vacation, whether we are able to or not. And remembering some of those lies, right. And then going off to school and like being this person. And there's like, Oh, I could just finally go home and relax and not have to be any of that stuff. Right. Cause nobody's paying attention. One is, I don't think people are paying as much attention to us as we think. And two is it uses a lot of brain juice to try to be who everybody else wants us to be instead of just being you. And so we want to reduce our brain juice usage so that we can use it for the things that really matter instead of being who we think others want us to be. For me, that's not what matters. The other thing is that when you like yourself, when you show up authentically as you, you're saying to yourself, Hey, I like me. 
I am willing and okay to show up in my life, to let myself be seen, to own my voice and knowing that other people may disagree and that's okay. I can still like me. I get to still be me because now you're accepting yourself, which is such an important, empowering thing versus when it's like, oh, well, I shouldn't think this, or I shouldn't say that, or I shouldn't, I shouldn't show up because other people are going to think this and we have the shame storms and then we hide away or we show up and we're feeling tremendous shame because now you're not being responsible for the energy you bring into the room because you're bringing in shame. So it's so important that you like yourself and you accept yourself because it takes way less energy. You're way more responsible for the energy you bring into the space. And Here's something that's really, really important is that when you are authentically you, the freedom of showing up authentically allows others to be authentically themselves. And because then it's like you get to be the example in the world of, hey, this is what it means to be for me to be authentic. You be you, I'll be me. Let's take care of that. And noticing that we all have similarities and we all have differences and that's okay. And the similarities, maybe we have certain common struggles and there may be differences. Like I may not understand some of the things that you've been through. Maybe you can help me understand it. So I invite you to really allow yourself to show up authentically because you will create so much more freedom in your life. Don't you want to live this life fully? Because the best way to do that is to be authentically you you have that special something in you that is you and it requires way less energy. So you don't have to hide in your life. You get to be you. And I invite you show up authentically. There's tremendous freedom in it. Yes, there's still be pain and suffering because we will have that in our lives. But the cost to you to be authentically you means less brain juice that you will use. I'm so excited for you. You be you. Now, remember, if you want to be the first to know, go to this link in the show notes and you'll get updates from me and I'll keep you posted on all the upcoming events, that retreat that's going to be amazing in 2020. It's going to be later in the year. So keep an eye out for that. And, and the other thing I think about updates is that I always love when people send me a reminder because I'm like, oh yeah, in that, the back of my head is like, I need to sign up for this, or I want to make sure I get that. And I forget because we all live in this busy world. So these emails will be reminders. Plus every Sunday you get Sunday love, which is a letter filled with love from me to you where you can take it and incorporate it into your life. All right. Until next time, I'm smiling big for you. My friend, you know that your voice matters. It matters to me. And so we're going to do two things here. We're going to one practice on your voice mattering and you owning your voice. And the other is preserving your brain juice. So the first thing I want you to go do is share your voice, leave a review of the show on iTunes. Tell me what you love. Tell me why you're here. Your voice matters. And the second thing, if you haven't done it already, Preserve your brain juice by making sure you hit the subscribe button and you're subscribed to the show. I'm smiling big for you. I can't wait to give you a shout out on the show in the future. Until next time. On a lake, she is dreaming, she is drifting, never been so wide awake.